Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned in to your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino this afternoon in studio. Now, don't forget, fall is the perfect time of year to get out and explore Mississippi. To get your adventure started, all you got to do is go over to visitmississippi.org, and you can stream good things. We are live and live in color over at supertalk.fm, where you can watch and listen to the show. And if you are watching at, on Supertalk TV, you'll see I'm not alone this afternoon in the studio. Join Joining us is author and, but most importantly, loving father, Russ Dumas. Him and his family received news back in 2000, 2007 that no family wants to hear, and it was that their daughter had leukemia. And from that came a letter to Marjorie, which is a beautiful love story, I believe, of the good that can come out of a not-so-good situation. So welcome, Russ. Thank you. So it's good to be here, and it's rounding out September as Childhood Cancer Awareness Month. I have to tell them myself, you provided me this book. You mailed me a copy probably a year Last ago. Fall. <laughs> a year ago. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's fine, but I feel like maybe that's a God thing because it's been sitting on my desk. I didn't throw it away. I did not read it. It just got buried, and it came back to life, or came back to life. I refound it, cleaning up and moving some things around, and I was just so intrigued by the beautiful uh, story that's in such a small, um, small book. So let's go back to 2007. Just sort of set the stage with this in terms of what your family looked like, how things were, quote, unquote, normal until it wasn't well just like all the other folks with children at that point in time we were busy with four children boy girl boy girl and at the time my wife cindy was the uh director of the children's pharmacy at barry Blatson hospital and of course uh our days were full with all the extracurricular activities that go on with school and church and sports and so forth and then uh about a month after Christmas, Margani started complaining about a sore ankle, and we just kind of chalked it up as, you know, kids, rambunctious, twisted an ankle. Well, it kind of went on for three or four days, and my wife finally, you know, being the, in the children's hospital all the time, kind of the radar antennas kind of went up. She said, well, maybe we should get this checked out. And so, lo and behold, make a long story short, after everything had been done to blood work test and uh she was diagnosed with leukemia and that's when you heard the news your daughter has leukemia what hit you and your wife first was it just shock or fear or all of the above all of the above i mean i i got to this day I, I can remember the first thing that just came to mind was all i could think about was how much time do we have left right. because you know you hear the word cancer you know you pretty much think of one thing one thing, right. And, you know, that world just didn't exist for me. Children didn't. Of course, we had broken bones and stitches and the normal stomach virus stuff. But the C word, the cancer word, never, ever came into my train of thought. 
And it's like I asked my wife, Cindy, one time after she got, I said, you know, you've been in this children's hospital for all these years. And I said, how do you deal with it? Uh, it's just, she said, well, you, you learn to quit looking at the faces. I don't mean that ugly, but. Right. And, you know, when you spend a couple of years up there, you kind of, you know, you just, it, it, it's just a. Which to them, they see it every day working of now. It's Children's of Mississippi, um, but then Barry Butts, and then it's still their wing, I think, of the hospital. It gets confusing when they start changing names on you yep. and doing all the things, but they're, they're up to good work there. But you're right, and I think one thing I've appreciated about the stories we've shared here on Good Things during Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, which is September, is just the fact that we all think it's rare, and it's a good thing, because that means, you know, it's not, it hasn't penetrated all of us the way that adult cancer has but it's not as rare as people think but like to think yep. that it is and then it really hits home when it's it never actually gonna happen to me until it does right and then yep. it's and then you are part of a, a group that you never want to be a part and of you're coming and going and you're every room you look in every hall you look down there is a child that shouldn't be there but unfortunately they are but there's great doctors and researchers and there's great doctors and researchers and that, that and that's a we're I mean, just people don't know how blessed we are to have that hospital over there. Well, my my attraction to your book, A Letter to Margani, which is your daughter when she started this at five, is, is not really sharing of the journey of all the treatments and the fact that Margani's now 20 and she's, you know, moving on and living her, her life to the fullest, which is a happy ending. But it's the fact that you saw light in a lot in small acts of kindness from your community, friends and family around you. And that was the part you wanted to make sure that Margani and the rest of your family never lost sight of. So during all of that, when's the first time you just started to recognize maybe something in the air in terms of active kindness that you didn't notice pre your daughter has leukemia well, you know it 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 started day one really and this it, it never it didn't stop and i i had there were times i would feel like guilt i was like good lord these people are blowing you know making me look pitiful i've never ever once done some of the, or considered doing some things just the little small things that people did and uh i mean i was driving home one night and uh i had called my father and i was just something had happened that day one of these little instances and i just remember mentioning it to him and i wanted him to know about it and he said well you are keeping up with all this stuff aren't you i said of course i am I said, you know, I just... About everything else you yeah. have to keep up with, Dad. Yes, yes. I'm writing down well, all these and, acts of kindness. And these things you couldn't <laughs> forget, you know, some of the things. I mean, when you get an envelope in the mail and it's got four $1 bills in it and $3.27 in change, and then the note, you know, just kind of... Share that story. Well, got a card in the mail one day, and uh, it was made to Margany, and you could hear the change in it, clinging, clinging, you know. And there was a note in there from a grandmother and said, my granddaughter heard about your daughter at school, and she was over this weekend, and she wanted to send her something. So the grandmother said she uh, looked up, and the granddaughter wasn't in the house. And she was uh, kind of got concerned. She got to looking for her. She wasn't in the house. She went outside. And about a few minutes later, she looked up the street. She comes walking down the street. And she said, where have you been? She said, well, I went and knocked on the neighbor's doors to raise some money for the little girl with cancer. And I got $4. She had four $1 bills from four, you know, 
four different people. Well, she went in the house, woke her grandfather up who was laying in the lazy boy, <laughs> made him get up, and took the cushions out. She dug through the lazy boy and the couch. She found $3.27 in change. So she put it all in the She envelope. put it in there. She made a little handmade note card, folded up, mailed it to Margaret. And I bet and that's a story that, that was imprinted on your heart. It didn't matter if it was $4,000. It right. just mattered the fact that there were folks outside of your tight-knit circle that were thinking about your your Margany and praying for you and, and wanting to do the part. Didn't that, know this lady. Never heard of haven't heard from her since. Might have passed. I, you know, she. I remember she was. She was local. I mean, the, it was a Brandon Mellon address. But uh, those little, you know, like the time when I was, uh, I was at a store that's connected to one of the parking lots. I mean, one of the uh, walking trails out of the reservoir one Sunday afternoon. And uh, you know, a lot of the people that jog and bike and whatnot, they'll park in the parking lots there and hit the trails. Well, I noticed they. Uh, couple of girls over there stretching one had a team in training shirt on and we were very familiar with team in training by that point in time which and is a group of people who will get together and train for marathons triathlons half right. marathons but it, they all do it with raising money and awareness for certain organizations right. and a lot of times yep. they will choose families who are battling cancer races all over the country the world and whatnot and so i wanted to go over there and just you know hey wish you luck and of course, I had, I wasn't, you know, I dressed like I look at it. I just came out of the barnyard. You know, anyway, I walked over and uh, I was getting close and I could tell they were kind of looking at me like, you know, what's he, what's he want? And I just kind of stopped at a distance. I said, hey, I noticed you got a uh, team in training shirt on. Are you, are you getting ready for a race? She said, yes. Yeah. She said, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a marathon, full marathon. I'm getting ready for it. And I said, well, I'm familiar with team in training and, uh, I just wanted to say good luck, and I, I appreciate it. And I turned around. I started walking. I turned around. I looked back there, and I said, well, do you have an honored teammate yet? And she said, yes, I do. Her name is Margani Dumas. And, you know, never laid eyes on this girl before. Hadn't seen her since. And I just, I didn't, I said, well, that's my daughter. Well, she stopped her stretching. She walked over there and gave me a well, hug. Of course she stopped her stretching. Yeah. And she said, uh, <laughs> you know, I wish you all luck. And I said, well, I wish you luck. And uh, and that's one of many stories in a letter to Margany from yep. your dad. It's a love letter. We're going to get to the cover art and more of these precious stories and the underlying message that I feel like I don't want you to miss out on, on this gift that you've given all of us. Uh, Russ, coming up next here on Good Things.
show was previously recorded. Watkins Construction and Roofing. They are the premier company to count on. I know that by personal experience and customer satisfaction and a professional team with the experience of a NASCAR pit crew. Plus, state-of-the-art equipment from start to finish. It also includes the respect for your home or business with a meticulous cleanup when the job is done. For a free estimate, call the Watkins team. 601-966-8233 or go to nomoreroofleak.com. No more roof leak.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley Specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. This is Allison Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated, located in Gluckstadt, just south of Germantown High. Ready for fall? Calloway's has everything you need, from beautiful fall color plants, pumpkins, and wheat straw, to trees, shrubs, soils, and mulches. Calloway's has just received another huge shipment of ceramic pots, all sizes, all colors, all 40% off, no exclusions. Our farmer's market is full of fresh fruits, vegetables, local honey, jellies, and jams, and the best tomatoes in town. Callaway's has farm fresh produce seven days a week. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture and the largest selection in the south. We offer bulk soils for do-it-yourself projects. Callaway's offers landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Visit Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Cowson Station Parkway south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's is. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. This show was previously recorded. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Things wants to remind you that there's so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to learn a little more. And if you're watching over at Super Talk TV, you can now see our guest's pretty face. I get tickled. <laughs> 
<laughs> you got some text messages that told you you needed to move the mic around. They actually wanted to watch and sort of see you. So if you uh, you can now stream, they really hot, now they can, that, don't say those. We don't use that word here on Good Things. Uh, but it is good to know that you can watch or listen live over at supertalk.fm. And I do have with me uh, Russ. He is the author of A Letter to Margany. He is the father of Margany, who found out at five she had leukemia. But this wasn't just a story or a book about all the hardships that your family went through, because undoubtedly, I think it was four years of treatments that your daughter and your family, well, right, the at whole, three. right at three years. It's more about remembering all of the good acts of kindness that was shown to your family from big things to little things and not to lose sight of that. And I think that is super important and it can be a blessing to many. One of the acts of kindness that really caught my attention, it was on the bigger side, is the cleaners. Can you just share that story with us, Russ? Yeah, that first week um, I got a text from a friend who, uh, at the time, I mean, he was a friend. We weren't close, close. But anyway, he owns a cleaning business, and he said, I want to come clean your house. And I said, no, 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 we, we got all that under control. And at the time, I was also learning about, you know, I didn't really know what all was going to happen to Margani during these treatments and everything, but my wife kept saying, you know, we have got to just be everything has just got to be speaking which we always kept clean house she's always see, well, it's OCD different about that. whenever you have your immune systems That's compromised right. and all the things yeah and so he uh he said no nah, he said we're going to come we're going we're going to put the you know i don't remember what they call it but i mean they got the 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 they're going to do right by you they're going to do the big one mm-hmm. and so i said no 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 That's all I saw he said and matter of fact we're going to do it while she's in treatment i said no 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 Captain, she can't do it this this might last 3 years he said, I understand that. He said, I already got a key to the house. What day you want us to come? Was it hard for you, Russ, to accept the kindness? Yeah. The help? I did. It was. and Because uh, I feel like a lot of us listening to good things can connect with that. I, mean, I was saying no to a lot of this, and I finally had a lady, that I, an older lady, who had reached out to me. and She, uh, she said, I understand you've been, been a little hard-headed about some of this. And she said, "Look, you got to understand that this is uh, these people want to do stuff like this. It's not only a blessing to you; it's a blessing to them." And I had a hard time with that, but uh, I finally came to the point that you know I realized you know I don't have any choice. You needed the help, we and the help the was help. there, and then you get to pay it forward. And I think that's the beautiful thing with, you know, being able to give when you can and then be able to receive those blessings back. And that's why it's a two-way street whenever, yep. you know, you do good things. And I also think this is an important reminder for all of us. I mean, now with the beauty of social media and prayer groups, we are hearing more stories about families who are going through unimaginable circumstances. And you have a wider community of people who want to help. And we don't always know why some people connect with one story versus another i mean that's that's for you know a conversation not here but when they do sometimes you feel like the person sending the four dollars or doing the cleaning or just sending a meal or a message you feel like well i'm just one of a thousand that's doing that but i think russ what you're reminding us here is that every little act of kindness doesn't go unnoticed and it leaves a positive mark on that family's life and journey whatever the outcome is I'm telling you, some of the smallest acts of kindness just made the uh, the most astounding impact. Share the story of the blue vase. <laughs> that that uh, you know, when you're in the hospital and you're in there for days, you just uh, I know one thing: you, you tend to just leave your door open because I mean, just 
like you stuck up in there. But anyway, one of those hospital stays, I was coming and going. I noticed there was right in the door, the bedroom next to us, there was a little boy in there. And it was his mother, and that was it. And never really saw anybody else in there. And Mark Ainey had visitors from the time they let people come through the door in the morning time to to the time time to go to bed. And she got gifts out the wazoo. And, you know, balloons, plants, toys, it it, it was too much. And it it was to the point where some days you just kind of feel bad. And, you know, some days she she just takes stuff down the hall to, to, uh, you know, other children. But the little boy next door, he just kind of kept himself, and that's quiet. The, you know, I mean, fine. They were just quiet and everything. And so, uh, I, but I always noticed that vase with the blue flower in it. It was set right in the middle of the windowsill. That's all he had for about four or five days. And the next Saturday morning, I had gotten there early. It was cold. Of course, you know, Cindy stayed with her every night. And uh, for some reason or other, I walked in. I closed the door. I never closed the door. And... About that time, there was a knock on the door. I went over there and opened the door. Well, there stood that little bald-headed little boy. And he looked up at me, and he said, I'm going home. I want her to have this. And he held up that vase with the blue flower in it. I didn't know what to say. That's awesome. Yep. The small acts from small that acts. to even, you know. The only thing he had. The, the cleaners who gave of their time and effort for the three years to make sure your home was safe for Marganey. And you guys as a family are still con- are continuing to sort of pay it forward. You've got this sort of logo or this idea that everything's going to be okay or EGBO and you've made it into Eggbo egg and you've made it into, um, I guess, shirts and a logo. You even have it on yours. So what's the story behind that? Well, that was one of those deals I was, you know, I'm sitting here during all this and you thinking man i you just try you're looking at the bright side and back then when i was sitting in meetings i would always or conferences or whatnot i had a bad habit of just doodling and i doodled and I, and I saved all those doodles and i kept thinking about this old sheet of faces i doodled one time and they were just all wacky and smi- you know i mean well that one right there that's on that shirt that's just always came to mind so anyway that coming Christmas, I took that to a screen printer, and I said, put this on a shirt and put a Santa Claus hat on. We're going to put Merry Christmas. Well, it did 50 of them. They, they were gone in a week. So anyway, to make a long story short, I started just doing up these shirts and uh, kind of a fun thing, and I send them to anybody that tells me about somebody who's fighting cancer or Need some uplifting. I got, you know, the little care pack, shirt, toboggan, hat, whatnot. I think we all need to be reminded that everything is going to be okay. That's right. And if we want to read the book, A Letter to Marganey, how do we do that, Russ? Best way to get it is go to Amazon.com. And, and share just, the story of the beautiful artwork on the front. Well, Marganey was in kindergarten when she was diagnosed, and she was able to go back to the classroom see if I can. in the third grade. And when she got back in the class her teacher was going to be going on maternity leave shortly and uh she asked the class to all draw a picture of what they thought about her having a baby and that's what mark Annie drew and uh a gift to god and, and she came home i remember when she, she showed me that and i said well, i gotta save that some for some reason or other. so i saved it and when i always knew i wanted her to know all this so uh I thought, well, that would just be a, a good title to a book 
And that would be a good cover to the book. We have someone on the text line, Russ, that says, I received an everything's going to be all right shirt after I was paralyzed in a helicopter accident. My. So, and it's just, again, it goes to, you don't have to give out shirts. You don't have to write books. You don't have to give away free services for three years to clean homes from top to bottom. Those are the big things, right? That's right. But, you know, the story of just giving all that you have, whether it was $4 or, I guess, $7.27, a blue flower from everything from your daughter going to the farmer's market and making friends because it was a safe place that she could go uh, during the day. I think... It is a beautiful gift and a reminder to all of us that small and big acts of kindness still matter. And I love at the very end you have a poem or or something of a letter that reminds us to watch the seasons turn and to take time for the good things. And that's exactly what we try to do here every day um, with the show. Do you feel like your family has continued that, taking the time um, to see things or take time for the good things? Yes. And I hope so. That that little deal came from... When you would come and go from that hospital during, you know, you for two, three years, you're going to come in the spring, you're going to come in the summer, fall, the winter, and you're going to experience the sights of fall, the coldness of winter, the smells of spring, the heat of summer, whatnot. And, you, and I got to the point where I'd walk out and I'd say, I just passed a child who's not going to ever hear these birds sing again. Or I just passed a child who's not going to ever feel fall again. And that's where that came from. And I think that's a good place to remind us, too, especially with so much going on that pies for our attention and that keeps us in angry. And, uh, you know, um, that's just some of those little things that God yeah. gave us. It. Well, God gave us you us today, up. Russ, to round out September and a letter to Margany. Again, it is definitely a gift and it's a um, blessing. And everything's going to be all right. If they want to find you online, Russ, how do they do that? They go to eggbosmiles.com at GoDaddy. All righty. Well, we appreciate Next time, bring Morgani in. I want to we'll ask her where, she got her where she got her interesting name from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys you. stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. This show was previously... From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. Tonight, a 40% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 71. A 30% chance of showers under mostly sunny conditions for Tuesday, high near 88. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Ryan Wilson, veteran paramedic. 
In my role as a paramedic over the years, I've always appreciated the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance's respect for paramedics and the role we play in achieving optimal survival for patients in an emergency. Right now, paramedics are needed urgently statewide. With the comprehensive training programs offered at area community colleges, you can learn life-saving skills and so much more. Seasoned paramedics like me and newcomers find it very rewarding to help people in immediate need. If you want a job that's dynamic and highly valued in our healthcare system, I urge you to become a paramedic. There's never been a more critical time to become one of Mississippi's healthcare heroes. You too can make a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The Philly Cheesesteak Sandwich or Wrap, Melt-in-Your-Mouth Pulled Pork Sandwich, and the best burger in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Former Department of Human Services Director John Davis and five others are accused of stealing millions in public assistance and the largest public embezzlement scheme in state history. State Auditor Shad White explained that when Bob Anderson took over the DHS last year, he ordered an independent forensic audit. We served as a third party on that audit, meaning that we got updates regularly as they were doing this audit. And the idea behind it was to focus specifically on TANF and look at more expenditures than my team had had time to look at. Clifton Larson and Allen found that nearly $76 million in TANF funds were misspent under Davis's leadership. Nearly $4 million in federal funding will support programs combating violence against women. The DOJ awarded funds to eight different statewide, community, and campus programs across the state. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. What's my core value? Equity. Compassion. Determination. At AmeriCorps, my commitment to equity gives every student a strong start. My compassion brings food and friendship to neighbors in need. My determination protects parks in my community. Every day, AmeriCorps members and volunteers live their values to make communities stronger. What's at your core? Learn more at AmeriCorps.gov. 
Mississippi loves high school football. And now you can stream tons of high school football games from across the Magnolia State each Friday night just by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. That's supertalk.fm slash high school. And of course, on Friday nights during the season, there's always a game on your local Super Talk radio station. The season's on the line. When it comes to high school football in Mississippi, nobody does it like we do. We are Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you that there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. All you have to do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And we're going to find out more about why MSU is taking part in two ribbon-cutting ceremonies for school learning gardens coming up this Friday. Joining us on Good Things to Share a Little More is Mr. Corey Gallo. He is a landscape architect professor in the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. And you helped build those gardens. So welcome, Corey. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. It's good to have you here. It's also good to see that there are going to be some learning gardenings across the state of Mississippi. We all know that gardening can be a great classroom for many good life lessons. So tell us how these gardens came about. Yeah, I'd love to start by just saying how important it is for kids to get outside. And some research is really critical and how important that is you know kids spend on average about 12 hours a week watching television but only about half an hour a week actually outside in activities and there's a lot of research supporting that kids spending programmed class time outside score better on test scores uh, eat more healthy vegetables and make better health choices about what they eat um, they improve physical activity they, they have improved you know, psychological health, especially so important in times like this. And so really great, you know, having classrooms that are outside so important for kids rather than sitting inside the entire day. So briefly, this series of projects started a few years ago where we, as as a group of departments in architecture, landscape architecture, interior design, sought out to, you might say, build a better mousetrap, build a better type of learning garden outside and what we found was treating them as much like gardens as they're like classrooms. So we use the term living room, um, where there's plenty of seating, there's much less growing space so that teachers don't have as much to maintain, but they could really allow a class to go outside and use the space to teach math or teach science or teach English in an outdoor environment with plenty of seating. And also they can learn about nutrition health and the environment all in the same space. So we've actually done three of these now. Two of them will have a ribbon cutting this Friday. Uh, The first is at Galloway Elementary in Jackson. Uh, It's a K through fifth grade school. And then the second is at uh, the, the MSU Starkville Partnership School here in Starkville. And then the third is at 
Leland uh, School Park in Leland. So they're kind of spread all over the state, and we have three of them uh, that, due to COVID and how that's worked, they're getting to use for the first time all at the same time this year. So we're really excited to see that. Even though there will be a smaller area for growing something, Corey, will they still have the opportunity to maybe grow some fresh fruits or vegetables to be able then to take back into the classroom and try, even if it's not maybe like a full-scale, you know, vegetable garden? Yeah, and I think the key to that is we're not not to grow to produce, but to grow to learn. And so one child planting that one seed that they get that one tomato from or, or cucumber, whatever that is, that sort of experience from one step along the process is really what it's about. And a lot of research shows that a lot of gardens that are put in, teachers just can't maintain in small budgets and stuff like that. And so that's why that's like that. Uh, the school here by us at the partnership school actually has a, a classroom inside that's a kitchen classroom. And so taking that experience back to food prep as well. So I think that's the the you know, if you can imagine seed to table <laughs> in a classroom and that full experience is definitely the ideal setup. Well, I know as a dietitian for sure, Corey, anytime a child has vested interest in growing the produce or the vegetable, they may not be lifelong lovers of that particular food, but they are much more willing to at least give it a try, right? Like, I mean, parents know the struggle is real all the time just to get kids to try new foods, particularly fruits and vegetables. But even if they just pulled the weeds or went and picked it from, you know, that's already been done, they feel like, oh, now that's mine, and so I have to give it a try. So this definitely has the stage to set to set the stage for them to get more variety in at least to try. Absolutely, and the earlier they can have that, that positive experience, the better. When they find out they don't like spinach, we're, we're lost <laughs> in that process. But if if student if kids have that early positive experience of, of touching and growing and tasting something that they're proud of, it's more likely to care for it now. And research is still you know doesn't there show a positive re- correlation between that early age of testing, and the trick is to keep doing that over not just in grade school, right, up until middle school and high school. And you start to see high school students and older classrooms start to do that as well. So we're excited that we did, we have both an elementary and a mid and two middle schools so that kids could have a different ages, different types of experiences. And that relates to the classroom. What you learn in a science class in first grade is very different than what you might learn about the same process in sixth grade or seventh grade. And so as an opportunity for teachers, another thing we're trying to do, working with some other folks on campus related to curricula and helping Leland and the partnership school here on their curricula and their classrooms so they can incorporate this into science classes and other programs so that it's not just, hey, you know, Mrs. or Mr. Teacher, could you fit this into your very busy day and everything you get done so it actually seamlessly fits into the stuff they have to teach at the same time? I would be interested, too, Corey, to see how many teachers are excited about different classroom locations or having the option to take the classroom um, outside. I feel like, you know, we all know that we just sometimes step outside. It changes our entire perspective or our mood or gives us some fresh air. And I just like to, I mean, take, you can, the gardening part great, but then also shifting it up where kids get to spend some time inside, even if they're still sitting, they're getting that vitamin D, they're getting just the outside environment, I just think gives teachers more tools in their toolbox to sort of keep things engaging and sort of keep things interesting for the kids. 
yeah, that vitamin in nature, right? So that is. And, and, and I think that was yeah. As as kids, um, and that was one of definitely the underpinning ideas behind the space is there's definitely there's a there's a trend, and you have these trends throughout history of creating garden spaces after World War II, where there are victory gardens. Uh, during the Depression, they were food production. And those trends come back and around through history. And today, sort of combined with other environmental-focused ideas, the idea, especially so important as obesity and childhood obesity, so such a large challenge for our country, as our focus on nutrition and health and education. And so the garden as the idea was there's this movement towards that. At the same time, we see that if if it's not set up like a classroom where student where teachers can maintain it and organize it, it's just not used that well. And so along with that comes the opportunity just to kids get outside and have a class. And so two of the classrooms that we did have chalkboards outside. Uh, and so students can have kids line up, have a class discussion about anything outside. As long as it's not raining and not too hot, uh, they can use that space just like they would inside. Uh, and I think so far in the teachers that we've talked to, for instance, at Leland, the principal there, Ms. Williams, was so excited to hear that. And she said all of our teachers have seen pictures before, you know, they really used the, the space last semester. Um, they're all lining up to use the space and are excited to bring out every class that they have out there to use the space. So that's exciting to, for us to hear that it's hopefully successful. We're actually going to do a study this year with a grad student on asking teachers across the school those that are directly and indirectly engaged, how they used it and what they find worked and what could be better as we kind of redefine and keep moving this idea ahead. And I would love for you to share that research with us here on Good Things, uh, Corey, because there's many chiming in saying kids learning about uh, where their food comes from is important, kids being outside more and just being able to get the wiggles out or get that vitamin D is important. So I feel like you're going to get the parents buy-in for sure from this, as well as teachers. So if they're interested in bringing this concept to their school, I mean, is there a way to contact you or just figure out more or get in line or however that may be? Uh, well, I should say, you know, the way these are done in our in our programs is that these are classes for us. And so there's three of us in faculty, uh, Professor Hans Herman in architecture, Suzanne Pony in graphic design, that have done these together collaboratively across college and, and programs. And it, for students, we look at that for our own students and how to learn how to create a concept implementation. So we do everyone a little bit differently for that standpoint. But... We have an idea. We're not sure if it's going to happen, but we're hoping that eventually a company that sort of like makes greenhouses might pick this up as a product that they would be able to make and they could sell and distribute it. And so um, the idea is very simple. It uses uh, troughs, watering troughs, and, and greenhouse structures to make this very dynamic vertical growing structure. Well, I think this is pretty cool. Wishing you the best of luck with your two ribbon cuttings this coming up Friday, Corey. Please keep us updated on all things that are going on with the project. I think it's nothing but good things. So thank you for your time. (laughs) Thank you, and and glad to be here. All righty. You guys stick with us. We've got more for you coming up next.
This show was previously Gulf Seafood Outlet. Your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. New Chevrolets, great pre-owned vehicles, an excellent fleet department, all backed by an award-winning service department. That's Rogers Dab Chevrolet, Crossgates Brandon, or RogersDabs.com. This is the closing egg of Margaret Report. At the close, New York Cotton Exchange, December Cotton was down 81 to 109.79. March Cotton was down 67 to 107.24. Close of the Chicago Board of Trade number of soybeans were down 14 and three quarters to 12.28 and a quarter per bushel. January soybeans down 15 cents to 12.39 and a quarter per bushel. December corn up two and a half to 5.33 per bushel. March corn up two and three quarters to 5.42 and a quarter per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down seven cents to 137.17. February live cattle was up seven cents to 134.87. November feeders up 57 to 161.72. January feeders up 97 to 162.10. At this hour, the Dow Jones is down 123 points, 34,623. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk, Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. 
Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And don't delay, too, connecting with us beyond here. You can get us over on the YouTubes. You just search for Super Talk Mississippi there on YouTube and make sure you hit subscribe. You can also connect with us via podcast form. So wherever you get your favorite podcasts, you can connect with us here on Good Things and Beyond. you got the Gallo Show, uh, Middays with Gerard Gibbert. You've got the Sports Talk coming up next, not to mention the Smorgasbord of all the sports shows that they have available for you. So basically, if you listen to podcasts, there's no reason you shouldn't be subscribed to a Super Talk. Just search it and then hit uh, hit subscribe. You can also watch what we do here on Good Things. Super Talk TV is one way to do that. We hope you've um, taken time to join us there today. And then you can also watch on your Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, C Spire TV, and beyond. So basically, there's no excuse not to be connected with Super Talk on just about um, every platform imaginable. But here, live on the show, the Ceasefire text line is the best way to connect with us. That's 601-879-4395. And Larry and Jackson did text in and say, love kids learning all food doesn't come from a factory. And I think this is very generational, and I don't think it was intentional. I just think the further you got away from having to garden to survive, the you know, what kids don't know what kids don't know. But there there are parents, and I would say it's maybe my generation, uh, parents who are probably 40 or younger, whose kids you'll, for the first time, you, you realize you're having to say things like, that that will just come from a back, like, comes from a, from a garden because our generation or at least I say our generation being mid uh, mid to upper uh, 30s 40s and obviously some people still garden but we really did like you still had grandparents that were heavily into it or you had parents that were heavily into it and it's just slowly sort of backed away and you take for granted that you just grew up knowing seeds go in plants come up or if you lived on uh, a farm like with beef or pork being pork month or whatever, you just sort of knew those cows go to the plate or whatever. And so it's neat, though, when you have kids and they see it connect for the first time that, hey, I can put a seed in the ground and it grows and it produces something and then watching them harvest that, even if it's not a big harvest or small harvest. And they really do take ownership of it, whether they, you know, just dive in and love the tomatoes or the whatever you know, forever, they at least now have like an appreciation sort of for it. My first memory in the garden is um, shelling peas. 
Hands down. Picking peas, shelling peas. Purple whole peas. I remember getting the purple fingers, having the big... Having to get the lemon juice to get it off. uh Uh-huh. We would sit outside with the box fans, and Granny would sit there with her beehive, and she would just be in a meditation, getting it going, and just as quickly as could be, and carrying on the conversation with you. And I were there on like a struggle bus, trying to get my peas out, breaking them off, not getting in the right sort of rhythm, getting frustrated. And, you know, and, and yeah, so you just sort of knew that that's and then you had that appreciation for them whenever they got put in front of you with cornbread and whatever else the meals were. But my granny loved peas. So we we shelled a ton of them. So do you grow Did you grow up, Rhino, picking something, growing something? Oh, yeah. But we definitely shelled peas. We shucked corn a few times. We, we had all kind of good stuff. My favorite, too, was uh, going out and collecting cucumbers before they were ready. I don't know why the little like the little ones, and then it would be like, no, those are too small. <laughs> you can't put them back. I remember being told that. Like, <laughs> once you pick them, like they're picked. I mean, you can use them for obviously other things. Just uh, like we were talking about the other day, speaking about things that don't really look the way they're presented at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and how mind blowing it is that first time you figure out. Wait. Baby carrots aren't really just small carrots. Yes. They're the ugly ones that got shaved down to be pretty. There's a whole new market out there now for misfit vegetables or for ugly vegetables um, because we do eat with our eyes and grocers know that. So what you see in the grocery store is the creme to the crop. Like so many farmers have to throw away good crop, but because it doesn't meet the standard for the market, then they don't have a, a place for it. So I think it's cool that people are coming in and rescuing those or providing other opportunities, usually at a discount price. But shoot, the squash sautés the same just because it doesn't necessarily have the same, you know, perfect dimensions and all the things. It's still squash and bell peppers and everything else. They deserve the right to nourish you, too. Ugly veggies are still veggies. <laughs> I feel I see that as a bumper sticker. Jesus loves ugly veggies. <laughs> and you, too. <laughs> and we appreciate you here on Good Things. You really do make good things great. But stick with us. you got more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. This show was previous. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.